Watch who? And welcome to To Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Yeah, watching for the very first time. Very first time. Uh, Sarah, can you hear that siren? Can you hear that siren? Sure. I swear there's something in the background. Is that man waving at us? Can you see that? Oh my god. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Well, here we are, everyone, in this lovely quarry. <laughs> we've just been. <laughs> we've just been. Uh, what do you call it? It's all exploded. We, yeah, we're under the rubble, but we're all right. <laughs> all the recording equipment's all right. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not. Uh... <laughs> you missed my joke. We've been rumbled, but that's oh. fine. <laughs> how are you i'm okay how are you yeah i'm good all good we had um not a great story last time to begin with the season we had mask of mandragora mm, yeah are your feelings still the same you weren't very impressed at all we've had such strong ones it didn't feel as strong well hopefully this week we're going back up again. This is quite a. This is a fairly big story. Yeah, in terms yeah. of stuff that happens. I don't know what you think. You haven't said anything. You haven't messaged anything while you've been watching. So I don't. I nearly did a few en- times actually. Hand of fear, and you predicted there would be a hand. That <laughs> <laughs> no, was correct. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> you're spot on there. Actually, I've still got the video of this one oh. because I got it signed by Elizabeth Sladen. Because it is, obviously, Sarah Jane's last story. So I think people remember it for that first, I think. Yeah. So and did maybe... she choose to leave or did they make a choice? No, they, no, she chose to okay. leave. Okay, it's interesting that it's like, I mean, it's still early on in the season, but we've had two in. I wasn't expecting it. Now, I would have either had it last episode, as in she did one and then, or the end of the season. Yeah, it's funny. I must have been something to do with the contract or however many episodes she had. But, um, yeah, she decided to leave. I mean, she'd been there a long yeah. time. Um, okay, well, let's go through the story then. Let's let's do what we usually do. Because I, d- I don't have any updates, actually, this week. I, I mean, I can tell you now, this, this took a lot of warming to. First two episodes, I found a bit samey. I was like, uh, another story. Where, and even she says it, like, another story where Sarah's taken over. It's a better story for her, Yeah, though. but it was very, like, we've had a lot of that in the last few. Sarah gets taken over, the Doctor. Like, it started like that. Episode three is where it completely changed, and then I was, like, with it. Oh, I don't know. I've always liked this one. I think, oh, it's Eldrad. Yeah. Yeah. Remembered. Eldrad female is amazing. Absolutely incredible. Like, that is so prominent and impactful as a character. Completely made it for me. Real, like, presence and power. It completely turned it around for me. As to what, up to that point, just been a very standard story. Okay. Well, the opening of this story, it's not the best opening at all. Oh, I had no idea what was happening, I'll be honest. Do you know what? I don't know. So we see that, you know, like Crystal Maze planet with the yeah. <laughs> with the thing, and then it's people in duvets shouting about stuff. It's not the best opener at all. 
I was like, is this good? Is this bad? Where is this? Is this like I had no idea? It, it, I I can't tell you anything from that other than the next thing we're in a quarry. Yeah, yeah. But then when we get to the quarry bit, that's a great opener for the story. Once you yeah. get the spacey bit out of the way, that first five minutes, then when we get to the, the quarry bit, that is brilliant where they actually land. It's an actual quarry, not an alien planet for for once. And you've got the sirens going off and uh, the guys shouting. And that actual explosion, they did that explosion. Apparently it like broke a camera when they filmed it. Uh, it's not like stock footage or anything. And that's really nice. You've got the Doctor and Sarah, as usual. Um, what do you think of Sarah's outfit? Oh, one of my favourite lines is the Andy Pandy. Yeah, I knew you'd oh like that. Oh, my gosh. I knew it. I laughed a lot at that for a long time. And that um, that outfit is quite a well-known. That could be up if we ever did a uh, <laughs> Doska's Best Outfit. I think that might be up for a nomination. As in, well, you have tried to... You do Icon of the Season outfit, so... Well, yeah, but if we add this into the Doskers, like we were saying, this could be it. Oh, because this this one, uh, a lot of people dress up as this at, at conventions. You I see you see that one a lot replicated out of all of the other ones. Um, yeah, so, it's quite a fun one. Yeah, I thought you would like it. I did like it. I mean, I love a dungaree, you know me. I'm not sure about the bandana, but... Cause she, does she have a, I don't even remember the bandana. I think she has a bandana. I'm pretty sure she does. Um, Maybe she does. I don't remember but, it. Yeah, but the dungaree is very cool. In a way, I wish that was the opener. Well, yeah, it should have been, shouldn't it? It absolutely should have been. I got nothing from Duvet that. people, no. I just didn't know what was happening. And the guy, I couldn't work out what was going on. And I thought the guy that run like the works of the quarry, I thought he looked a bit like Alan Partridge. Do you think? <laughs> He does. Uh, what's his name? Steve Coogan. He does. He, whenever I see him in this, I'm always like, is that him? <laughs> but I don't think it is. It's bad. <laughs> um, so then it's quite dramatic, isn't it? Because Sarah's underneath the thing and she grabs the hand and you see the thing. Yeah. And the doctor seems very like, obviously a whole quarry's fallen on him. So he's like quite subdued, but it's very serious and like this and you see the ambulance and it's all very suddenly very real life in a way, if you see what I mean. It felt very serious and it I don't part of me felt like it felt very odd that and I guess maybe it's this doctor a little bit, I don't know, that they've stumbled into that situation almost instantly. That sense of danger. Like they've literally walked into danger. They've walked into a quarry collapsing and they, I don't know, the guy's waving and they're just waving back. Uh, it's No, it's funny. Well, I suppose if you're going around landing all over places, you don't know where you are. They didn't check, obviously. But yeah, you'd think... No, they didn't. Luckily, the TARDIS isn't buried. Luckily, it was just off from the TARDIS. <laughs> uh, yeah, like... But you're right, the the sense of danger's there right from the start. It's You're straight into it, you're straight in the story. There's not any... The Doctor and Sarah are straight in the story. There's not any exploring to do or anything. They're right there. No, no, it was really good, that. And and I liked the... You did, just didn't know where Sarah was. And I quite liked... The, it did feel that sort of sense of um, sense of doom, I guess. But And you're in. she's in the hospital... And yeah, at the moment, there's no other, nothing alien or anything like that. But you see that Sarah's got the, the she's holding the ring from the hand, and it's, and because she's got like 
because she was holding the the stone hand. Then you start sort of unfolding what's going on. And there's Dr. Carter, who is the guy that's um, in the first couple of episodes who's doing the scans on the hand. A pathologist, I want to say, but he's probably not a pathologist. Whatever. He's something like that. Something though, like yeah. that. It's not really made clear what he is. They said something like, we treat the ones alive or something. He just, I can't remember. They said so, some well, sort of joke if, he, it, if he's yeah. working in the hospital... He must do some hospitally things. He's not like an archaeologist or anything. He's more, yeah. I don't know. Maybe does like X-rays and stuff for for people. I'm sure everybody listening knows exactly what he does and all about it. And it was very clearly explained in the story, but we haven't got that. And so. I've never picked it up. No, but he's he works he's with the doctor. Surprised by the equipment when the equipment arrives, he's like, "God, have you got this?" Well, that then that's a weird thing. Just going ahead. There's no unit in this because actually. The, normally, unless the doctor's been on the phone and unit has given him the thing, but there's normally something like this, you would get unit involved or... Do you know what I would have liked if I was doing this story? Rather than, like, because also it didn't make sense that there was no unit there, but unit have allowed them the equipment and it's arrived pretty quick. I don't know why he didn't use the TARDIS. Well, it is quite, well, it's quite far away, isn't it? I suppose. And Well, I mean, it was on the site. I'm sure, like, He's not, they're not that far away. Mm, yeah, uh, well, I mean, we're probably getting into like... Well, we don't know, do we? We don't know how far is Unit in the hospital compared to the TARDIS. Well, no, well, there's no mention of Unit at all. I'm just assuming that he got it from Unit. But He it, says, doesn't he? He says something like... He got it far. Mentioned. Yeah, it's like, how did you get this piece of equipment? So Dr. Carter has been in Doctor Who twice before we've seen him. Oh, go on. Uh, so he was Dr. Tyler in The Three Doctors. You know the one, the professor guy there? And he was really annoying and he went round to anti-universe. Um, Omega Head. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know that that professor guy that was wandering around with them? Oh, yes. yeah. That was him. And he was also in The Monster of Peladon. He was a badger person. Oh. Okay. Oh, no, he was Gebek. He was Gebek, so he was the good one. You know, there was Gebek and there was that, like really mad one that blew everyone up oh yeah out of yeah, the badger yeah. people he was the good badger person right so he's no veteran so, to the old and i universe. thought i thought he was really good actually dr carter i mean until he goes yeah, yeah, back, thought- obviously until he gets taken over but actually even when he is taken over so sorry so sarah's sarah gets up zaps him with the ring and all of that stuff knocks him out and off she she goes being possessed and then when the doctor comes in i like the way that he says a line, and you don't know that he's been taken over. He's just been knocked out, and he says, like, did you find anything, like, really sinister? And then the doctor's like, what? And he's like, oh, did you find it? it, it you can just that slight change in his yeah, voice. Yeah, he does it really well. Does a, it's a really, and then you're like, oh, actually, there's something else. It's sort of spreading this whatever's taking over. Other than feeling it was quite samey, as in, of course, people are getting taken over. Mm. I thought it was very good. And I liked the pace. It all felt very quick. Like everything was, we weren't like dilly dallying around the story. Things were moving quickly. Yeah, and Sarah's straight off to that nuclear reactor, like straight yeah, away. It just happens to be quite close to the hospital, <laughs> yeah. as is the unit but, thing. And, but yeah. but then and then because it's all on location, it's modern day. I quite like that, and they're actually filming. I think in a real complex. I don't know how they're all allowed okay. to go in there and film. That, well, that's a, that must I be a thought, nuclear plant. I thought that it was a, um, a, a a mine, actually. I thought that the inside stuff they were running around was more like a quarry inside mine stuff. And then 
when it looks like a I you, think that's I think I think that's a real not a big new uh, power station. I think it is a real power station. Nah, I don't. I think it's like an old work like unit. You know, like um, oh, like the plastic people one, and they were going like an old factory. Yeah, I don't know. It looks very good though. And going... then, but when they're inside, I think that's studio. Oh yeah, the ins all the studio stuff. But I just mean that location stuff where they're going up and yeah, down. Yeah, like, the I, metal no, no, stuff. I think that's I think that's an old warehouse. I mean, they couldn't do that all in the studio because then it would look rubbish. But when you've got the whole the whole thing, I think it looks really, really good. And she's walking around with his hand in a Tupperware. <laughs> like, just so random. Just, just like, casual. And she's struggling a bit. When she's going up and down those things, she's got to put the Tupperware on the side, carefully go down, grab the Tupperware, carefully go up and down these ladders. It's not easy going up and down ladders in a Tupperware. Especially when you possess. Exactly. And possessed as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it reminds me as well, I never got round to watching um, Chernobyl. I still need to watch that. Oh, do you? I watched the first episode or two. It's it's hard. Is it? I don't know. I'm quite fascinated by that. I really I yeah, would like yeah. to see it. It just reminds me. There's an me. episode Sarah recommends. Um, okay, Sarah recommends two things, actually. Can I do my Sarah okay. recommends Okay, right here now? we go. Okay. So there's something called Dark Tourists on Netflix. Where they go to, it's this guy who did the tickling documentary. Oh yeah, right. So he he did. Um, so he goes to places where people. It's called dark tourism, and one of the places they go. Oh, sorry, my mum's just ringing me. One sec. Hi, you okay? I'm recording with Mark. So can I? <laughs> okay. Bye. Just my mum casually trying to set up a new phone. (laughs) Right. Okay. Well, my old phone. But uh, so yeah, dark tourism. But one of the places they go is uh, near a nuclear disaster. Right, where it's all like derelicts and just left. Yeah, yeah, and you go through it, and everyone has radiation things to see how the radiation levels go and stuff. Like really good. So that's one. Like that's on Netflix. And then the other thing, because I'm watching it at the minute and I'm hooked. Is only murders in the building, yeah. which is on Disney, and I've just sent Mark a trailer, and I love it. And it's got Martin Short, um, Selena Gomez, and oh my gosh, what's his name? Um, Steve Martin. Yeah, and it's about a apartment complex that they all live in, and they're all into a murder mystery podcast, and then a murder happens in their building, and they try to solve it. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It's it's really good. It's like just really fun, easy watch. It's right. good. Yeah, no, that does sound good. That does sound good. Uh, As an antidote <laughs> to dark tourism. Yeah. Well, the only other Chernobyl thing, there's the Chernobyl Diaries, which is a horror film, which is like a Blair Witchy, which I've seen, yeah. which is really where I think, yeah, there's like some tourists and someone's like, hey, if you give me like $100, I can sneak you into the Chernobyl area and obviously that's a bad idea because they yeah. all start getting murdered and stuff. Uh that's like a horror film. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nothing I mean, like the hand of fear. It's it's just so you should see on the dark tourism because it's so strange in that it's just abandoned. And they go through like and they're just on the outskirts of it. And they've got like these um boundary areas and that's still there are still people living within this they don't go to Chernobyl, or do they? 
No, it's a Japanese one. I think that is, yeah, that's Chernobyl, isn't it? Is that Chernobyl? I yeah. can't remember. No, I think it is, yeah. And they've got, like, there are still people that are just on the boundaries of it living there, that, in theory, and they go to this hospital and it's it's young babies that have been born in the area who have all of these defects and birth things because they've been born, they've been drinking this water that's come from. I mean, it, you know, it's just, it's scary and shocking. And they're trying to keep people out. They've got big signs up and they've got big security things. And it, all the people on this tour, like to begin with, they're like really up for it. And they've got all these meters. And as they're going through, they start getting really scared because the levels are really high. And I mean, you can get cancer, you can get really ill from it. And they're like, I don't want to die. Yeah. <laughs> and like the, the risks are massive. And they end up turning back because they're just like, no. And they've all agreed to do it. Like they've gone because they want to do it. And then when they're in it and they're seeing it and they're like, this is really scary. And what protection is it? What is there? And it's just, yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, I recommend dark tourism. It's really weird and if you like that sort of stuff yeah well well, sarah's going in there and i think eldred is the idea is that eldred is sort of taking in the radiation so sarah's okay and she's going through and it's like radiation zone and going through bit by bit and every zone they're in it's just zero there's no radiation because it's just all being absorbed and we're building up to a really great cliffhanger with the hand in the box and it sort of starts to regenerate and starts to move yeah in the thing and it looks so realistic it's such a great effect that is going down as like one of the best cliffhangers i think do you think i don't think it's one of the best cliffhangers i think it's really effective i don't think it's one of the best cliffhangers oh i think i think it's it's effective i think it's good ultimately it's a hand in a tupperware box with a finger growing back i don't think it's the most effective like, as in, I, we've had some pretty epic cliffhangers, Mark. I think it's because it's quite realistic. I think it just works really well. And you, I don't think you're not necessarily expecting that to happen. Suddenly oh, you see, hand. I think I was. I think I was expecting, like, I can't think why else she'd be going in there other than to try and revive the hand. Well, just talking about cliffhangers, um, Electro Dave on Instagram got in touch and said that we should add best cliffhanger as a Dos- Doska's... Uh, Category. Our doctors are going to be getting so long. So we have to have a think about that one. Maybe I think that is a good idea. Maybe we should have done that because there are some good. Uh... I prefer that to best outfit. Oh, okay. We'll have to. We've got we've got a way off before the end, so we'll have to have a think about that. But yeah, that is a good suggestion. <laughs> so going into part two, then. So here we have. We sort of. It's this is quite good because you've got that set of characters there it's not too many people in that episode one and then episode two we've got some more characters so we've got the people that work at the power plant now and we've got the guy that's in charge oh i didn't write is he ah because okay so he is played by glenn houston right and actually i think he's been in doctor who before but i recognize him because when I went to the Welsh BAFTAs, he got an outstanding, like, Lifetime Achievement Award. I mean, he's good because his character's supposed to be that sort of, like, but, like, and obviously he's just trying to run a power plant. He's not expecting aliens to come and, like, and all what's going on. But uh, I was just... I, sometimes I get really frustrated by the whole storyline of, like, I don't believe what's happening. And sometimes that's why unit come in useful because, like, 
unit of that sort of explanation of like that's why we're here because we exist for this um i thought he was really good i thought he, he acted it quite well. well he did he acted it really well like, he acted having like the worst day at this nuclear he power really plant. Did. He did like all of it was really good and i like he was one that called home wasn't he yeah i liked all that i thought he was really good i think it's credit that i found his character annoying because it wasn't his fault it wasn't like um i found his acting annoying or anything like that i thought he was I didn't find any of the acting annoying. I thought it was all really good. Just sometimes I think I get frustrated with, it's just another one where we have to explain what's going on, who they are. No one believes, like, obviously something's going on. Like, you're in a power plant with no radiation. Obviously something weird is going on. You've got these two people, you've got a girl in there that's absolutely fine. (laughs) Well, I I think, if I remember correctly, when they gave him the BAFTA, I think Russell Davis came up and gave him the BAFTA. Um, and he's obviously much older by then. But I think they showed a clip of the Hand of Fear on the big screen in the Millennium oh, Center really? <laughs> when they when he came up and got it. <laughs> yeah. So he's quite a well-known Welsh actor. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I, thought like... he, I thought he was like really good in it. That's, that's not me dissing. Just, again, one and two I really struggled. Right. Oh, I, see, I, th- I think they're more of my favourites. And in that, there's the, the lady the sort of that's working there, Miss Jackson, as well so do you know who she is she's been in Doctor Who she was that sort of lady in waiting to Queen Peladon the woman that stood in the background oh, and didn't do she? anything the one that I can never remember yeah. I remember but, this one. but she, I looked her up she's called Miss Jackson in this and I was like yeah she was good sorry Miss Jackson <laughs> Eldred Musley <laughs> <laughs> Mark Stingle and um uh, the thing I noticed on I noticed it on her first, but then I noticed they've all got it. Their ID that they've got is oh, like a photo massive of them. ID. They're huge, like a whole actual photograph just stuck yeah. to them. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed that as well. And but her, I was like watching huge. it with someone, and they went, "Why is her face on a massive picture?" And I went, "I think it is that ID." And I went, "Yeah, why is it so big?" I went the future i don't know <laughs> well, well it's not it's the it's the 70 i don't know yeah they, their passes are just this actual a5 picture. photograph of the portrait of yeah. them they've all got you, it do not miss who it is at all and then they get sarah out he hypnotizes her again do you know what though just it's interesting you said you like these more and i think this is because this is you coming as the fan there's like a comfort in the regular normality of I mean this in a nice way. I don't mean how, as it might sound, but like the stories when they're sort of the same, this sort of like the re- okay, and she's something again. This is what this show is, and this is what it is. Whereas for me watching, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just another one where she's hypnotized. Boring. Okay, so the Eldred must live stuff. All of that that does get very tedious. You after hate a while. you hate a a chanty a chanty yeah that kind of I don't like that. Well, um, Liverpool fan, you hate a chant. <laughs> but this hypnotist, but the, the <laughs> just doc- glossing over that. Cool, cool. But, um, when the doctor hypnotizes her, I don't know. I, I've that's okay because I don't know. There's more sort of character, and because she goes, "Oh no, you better not," and then he does it, and he's trying to find out what's Has he going ever on. Done that before. I feel like. She says it as if he has done it before. I'm trying yeah, to remember. I can't think. Yeah, no, I had the same thing. She said it in sort of like a, a way as if like this has happened before. 
I just can't think when. I'm trying to think. It wasn't like there was that terror of the Zygons moment where he, where they were had to where the oxygen was going out and he did something, but I don't know. I feeling I have a feeling that there is, but I can, no, I can't think. Oh, no. did he do it in Planet of the Spiders when she got taken over there? But I thought he taught her ways to protect her mind. Oh right. I could be wrong. I don't think he's ever consciously tra- gone into mm. her mind. I thought he taught her ways to protect her mind from the spiders. Oh, maybe. So they didn't brainwash her. I think we were a bit confused if she was brainwashed or not in that one. Uh, I mean, she's happened to her so many times. This is the <laughs> this is yeah. precisely it, isn't it? But I, and then yeah, okay, it slows down a little bit. The story you have got Driscoll who goes in and out. To, he gets taken over. He's the next one that works at the power plant. He's in and out, and you're like, yeah. who's been taken over? Someone else. But this thing, but you still don't really know what is happening. It's just this hand and this ring, and then and then I think that cliffhanger actually to part two is quite interesting because all it is is it's um. The manager guy just it all sort of blowing up and him collapsing and and as if everything's going up. It's not like the doctor or Sarah in danger. No, it's quite no. unusual because everyone gets evacuated. His his stress levels are going up and up because he's like, what's going to happen? <laughs> um, and then oh yeah, the explosion is going to happen. And because I think Dristol goes right into the nuclear thing, but then the resolve in episode three is there's no explosion, nothing's happened, no radiation. It's all yeah, like not going the, on. Um, even the bombs don't work or nothing works. And then this is where they get in the army, which I think should, probably should be unit. I mean, the, normally, if unit were there, the brigadier would be phoning up, right, we're going to do a nuclear strike. This time it's just the manager phoning up the RAF, we're going to yeah, do a yeah. nuclear strike. There's no difference, really. Um, and all these planes come in. I can't tell if they're model planes or they're actual stock footage. I don't know. Oh, it looks because no. you see them fine. And there was a. This is where I was going to say to you. <laughs> there was an air show here the other weekend, right? And it was all, all right. it was like red arrows, and they were just. It was a whole weekend, and just and it was really nearby, and so that sort of really loud plane noise was just going the whole weekend. But they were like doing loop the loops. You could see them. I was I was sitting outside. And I looked up and it was like one of those fighter jets. I mean, okay, it was like, I don't know, 100 miles away. But it was coming straight towards me when I looked up. Like, it was face on coming towards me. And I just got really bad. I thought, oh, my God, they're going to crash. It's going to crash on me. It's going to crash on me. So every time I heard this noise, I was like, this plane's going to crash on me. Because they were so sort of low and doing all these tricks nearby. I was like, oh, my God. And it reminded me of that, Those when the RAF were going to go over the thing. It was was exactly like that. It was, like, happening right in front of me. But if he hadn't changed direction and just carried on, it would have gone straight on to me. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the bit where they will go outside and he's like, hold your nose. and All of that, considering a lot happens, and there's a lot of stuff that we've had before, the pace, it moves quite quickly. And, and then, once we meet Eldrad, yep. that is when I was like, I'm on board with this. As in, I was like... Oh, this is interesting. Can this be the form of the creatures who have found me and who now seek to destroy me? No matter. They shall fail as the obliteration has failed. (laughs) Strange form or not, Eldrad lives! 
So I'll be honest, I thought to begin with, my initial thought, I didn't realise it was Eldrad, I thought it was, what's her name, Mrs? 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 What was her name that you just mentioned before? Miss? Miss Jackson? Yeah. So <laughs> I thought Miss Jackson had been like, t- like something had happened. Like, you know, because everyone's getting zapped. I thought Miss Jackson had mutated, and then I realised it wasn't the same actress. Oh my god! I don't think anyone's made that mistake before. Miss Only Jackson. like for like like ten seconds. I mean, I was that like, would have been. Who are you? That could have that. Well, we actually we don't know. We see her; she gets evacuated, but you know she could have come back in. You see her again into... later, so it confirmed my theory. It wasn't Miss Jackson. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine if that was Miss Jackson. Oh my god! What a theory! I imagine because uh, this woman steps out. And even the woman's confused about her appearance. And I was like, is that Miss Jackson? Like, <laughs> oh, well, is that that woman is what I thought. I didn't think Miss, I didn't know her name. But like, is that, that woman from earlier? Is she like mutated, like with the hand? Because I thought that she'd been zapped. Did I miss something? That would have been all- a nice twist, actually, that, yeah, Miss Jackson had been taken, the form had been taken. But it does turn out that it's, uh, so version one of Eldrad is the form based, based on, on Sarah. Sarah, which I yeah. like, like that. Um, okay, so tell us about Eldred version one then. What are your thoughts? Oh, I'm a big fan. Really big fan. Like strong, powerful character. Really great presence. Commanding of the space. Well, there's quite a lot of discussion when it's just standing talking, really. You get all that Eldred backstory. And it didn't about. feel boring at all. I, I, it was really engaging. And then the, there's that sort of trust issue between them. Sarah really doesn't like Eldred. And throughout, I like how annoyed she is with Eldred quite a lot. And the Doctor's pretty mean to Eldred. Doesn't really want to help, but sort of has to. None of them really like each other. But then they sort of form a bit of a little group anyway. Well, they're all kind of forced to, aren't they? That's like, because Eldred has no option but to go back. The Doctor is forced to take Eldred back, but only on their terms and Sarah's just goes with the doctor but doesn't like Eldred like I feel like Sarah gets in a really bad mood from this point on oh she really does yeah she's really not happy it made me laugh when she was like I preferred the female form yeah (laughs) yeah and and, and actually that costume that look of Eldred is amazing that outfit must have oh to stick all of those things on must have taken ages the whole that whole thing is awesome. And I sent you the picture of Lawrence Cheney from UK Drag Race. I know it, because in one of those episodes, I'm I'm sure they did like an out of space theme. I think you're right because yeah. he is a Doctor Who fan, isn't he? And I think yeah, he based yeah. that he did that Eldred look, sort of like that version, but in pink. That's what he got it from. So uh, it's the Eldred it's look. Such a cool look, and that costume is amazing. Yeah, I, mean, I looked not... up that actress after. Like, do you know what she was in? What? Side with Rosie. Oh. <laughs> I thought you of all people would appreciate that. She was at a convention that I went to, but I didn't. I never saw her. I never got a photo with her. She oh. was. I missed her. So I'll have to next time she does one. I'll have to. I'll have to see her because yeah, she's still she around. Awesome. Yeah. Just. And I think I they've mean, done something. Woman of who? That is a woman of who? Oh, absolutely. I think Eldrad could be. Well, villain. But yeah, actually, that's interesting. Would you call Eldrad a villain? But also, do we call Eldrad a woman? Well, yeah, exactly. It's just a more of a four. Yeah, I know. The I don't form, know. The form that Eldrad took was based on Sarah and that acceptable form, and then later became a man. 
male form, whatever, yeah. you know. Sort of said but that is that supposed form. to be the original Eldrad? Is that, that I don't know. I mean, what's two? his form? That's a yeah. whole other discussion. Oh, gosh, but yeah. if we're talking about between those two, the woman that played the Eldrad, I thought was way more convincing and way more like distinctive and than the male version. They're different personalities, aren't they? This Eldrad maybe has got if if you're talking about sort of absorbing what's around you, maybe has some of Sarah's personality. Like female Eldrad reminded me a bit of the Master. Oh right, okay. In almost sort of like intelligence equal to the Doctor in a way to have that conversation. No, 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 not so much that. I'm just talking about like presence of character and that sort of dominance. You know, whenever I think of the Master, it was the same. The Master, as soon as the Master was in the that scene from the start with the Master, just incredible actor that just like was there present in the scene and owned it and you knew was there even if they were in the background you knew they were there and it just felt like such a difference between those two eldrads because the female form there was really dominant there was like a a a pressure but a presence it was a really like powerful thing whereas and i'm only comparing like you know that's not to say the male version was bad. I'm just comparing the two. The male version in comparison to the female felt more like, and I'm here, I'm in my form, and uh, and I'm doing my job. And it almost felt like the power, he felt more like the power came from the costume rather than from the presence of the person. Does that make sense? The look is just amazing. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, because when she does that sort of monologue about what happened to her and everything. It's like the stare. Like and the camera just looks she just looks great on camera. It's just it's an incredible performance. So I would have female Eldrad I say that like the Sarah version of Eldrad then, as a woman of who. Okay, yeah, I know, I would agree. Absolutely. Absolutely the brilliant. The point of when we say the woman of who is because generally of this era, the women answers regarded like, like let's like distinguish what it was like is. a stronger I, memorable female character basically is what yeah we all yeah. like it's it's the 60s 70s where the men are always like talks about more than the women when i got the coffee <laughs> but when we get those female actresses or actors that just like own it and this eldrad it absolutely does in the same way that like um Oh, what's her name? The female baddie. Um, Marga. Marga. In the same way Marga did. Definitely in that category, yeah, Marga of a strong female villain, for, in a way, yeah. But and, and in the same way that, like, when we talk of other women of who, we talk about Barbara. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, not every companion makes it as a woman of who. It's, it, it's what it is, but... Um, or our women of who? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do their different choices sometimes. Different choices for other people, but that's okay. You know, we have our podcast. Well, nuclear manager tries to shoot this Eldred and doesn't get any further. She's going to kill him, but the doctor says, "No, I won't take you back. If you let's just go, let's just get out of here and go." So they sort of leave that nuclear, just leave that place completely, <laughs> and off they walk to the quarry to the TARDIS. And there's that shot of the three of them walking into the TARDIS. I mean, that car journey between the nuclear power plant and quarry. I'd love to see that Eldred in a car going around <laughs> in the seventies. I love that no one noticed. <laughs> and Eldred's approaches in the back of the car. 
Eldred's in the back of the car? Eldred's in the passenger seat. What are you talking about? Can you imagine that dialogue at the car? There is a whole episode. Sarah and Eldred, like, arguing over who sat next to the doctor. That's in the outtake, surely. I know, I'd love to see that. And then we go straight, we're back into the TARDIS with the still the console room from last time, so that's staying around now. Yeah, which is odd. It's We've just not had that. That's the TARDIS now. Is it? Well, they're they're back. There, they've just decided to. That's it. Yeah. And we're just using an old room. They're just using that room now. It just feels an odd time to have made that change. Were you surprised to see it again? Yeah, I was. I was because we've had at least what a season, maybe two seasons with this Doctor now in another room, <laughs> and suddenly we're like, "Oh, we're going to do this." I think they just yeah. I think they just wanted to change. Off they go to Eldred's planet and. There's, so there's something... Oh, and this is where Sarah gets even more of a mood in this scene. I love this start of scene because she's like, oh, right, I'm going... She goes off. She goes off. She comes back and gets a banana. She's just having a snack halfway through the story. This is how settled in she is now. This is yeah, like... Every, yeah. It doesn't matter there's an alien on board that could do anything or whatever. She's off to get a banana and have a break halfway through. <laughs> Although, to be fair, she's been crushed in rocks and taken oh, over and gone... Nuclear. You need a banana. Yeah. yeah. You need a banana halfway through this story. Yeah, and there's a bit of an explanation. I'm not sure if you've had this before, where the Doctor says, you're in the TARDIS, you can't... Weapons don't work in here, which I think is a new thing that they've just sort of made up for this story, possibly. I don't think... I think we've had people fire stuff and do stuff in the TARDIS. I don't think we possibly. have, you know. I can't remember. We'll I don't keep think an eye we have. Out. I think maybe it's just a new... Yeah, I think... Whenever I think of the Master being in there, I don't think we've ever had anything like that. Ah, oh, maybe I'm sure he's pointing a gun at somebody or something. Maybe in a TARDIS. Apparently, weapons don't work there. So let's keep a tally out in case weapons do work there one day. <laughs> I'm sure they will. <laughs> and then when we get there, that end of part three cliffhanger is a bit of a shock. So all of a sudden, yeah. Now that's a good cliffhanger because that yeah. is much better than a finger growing in a Tupperware box. <laughs> well, I know. Look, it's a great one because. Again, it's not the Doctor and Sarah. And by this point, you're sort of like, okay, we know what's going on. We are supporting Eldrad. Well, yeah, because you've had that time. And now, yeah, she's sort of part of the crew already. And now you do feel like, oh, okay, you're not expecting that to... You sort of want her to get there and get things sorted out in a way, even though she probably is the baddie villain of their whole planet. Do you know what, though? It's funny because at that point, I still... I was really shocked. At, I know we are jumping, but I was really shocked at the twist. Oh, okay. Well, when the the thing goes down and then she's gone. No, no. As in, when they come out and they're like, no, the whole reason was I wanted to take over. Oh, okay. I just sort of assumed that anyway. Yeah, okay. No, no. I genuinely was like, I thought that they were trying to stop and trying to like do good and save their planet. I was quite surprised at the, the twist of it being like, yeah, I'm trying to say it because I think I can do it better. And like, and it was like, oh. So I like how they're trying to get out after she's been like harpooned and poisoned and stuff, how they're trying to lift her across and, and then sort of lands on Sarah. So it's like, oh, she's heavy, heavier than she looks and trying to like get. And that costume is quite, it's, it looks less flexible. It is actually quite uh, like sort of corset I'm sure Lawrence Cheney can agree. <laughs> yeah. And I like all that, like Sarah's like, oh, trying to like carry her and stuff. And then they're trying to get across this sort of chasm thing, you know. Yes, and it yeah. And yeah. uh, it looks a little bit cheap. I don't know, everything sort of 
jewelry shiny rocky I didn't but think it was it, that bad actually I thought it could have been worse. We've it had... reminds me of when they're trying to get... There's that bit in Keys of Marinus where they're trying to get across the rope bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminded me a bit of that, actually. I don't, I don't, it it reminded bit... me of like old school, sexy it, style. It's 60s Keys of Marinus on a journey sort of thing, isn't it? All of that. Which I quite liked that, though. Yeah, yeah. But with that added humour of... Eldred and the Doctor and Sarah, and Sarah gets like zapped, and the Doctor's like, "Oh, get up! It didn't. It's you're all right," sort of thing. As if she's yeah, making yeah. a thing of it, like for the, not for the attention. Yeah, yeah. It's funny though. Yeah, it's um, it adds to that because actually, you need that kind of stuff. Because actually, if it was quite serious, and I don't know, it lightens it up and it adds the character to it to have that. Right? If they're all like, "Oh, so serious," going across. And Sarah's like, right, we've got to do it and all that kind of stuff. It wouldn't be as fun. It wouldn't be as enjoyable to watch if you didn't have those moments. And then when, okay, when the concrete thing comes down, (laughs) you're like, oh, okay, what's going to happen now? Yeah, I didn't expect the regeneration. I mean, they talked about regeneration. I didn't expect that. That was a surprise when suddenly you, but as soon as the dialogue starts and they're all chummy, I realised it was the same I didn't expect it, but I did instantly realise it was the same. Yeah, Eldred. the same Eldred. So what are your thoughts on Eldred number two? I was sad to lose first Eldred. <laughs> and what, okay, did you recognise, so that actor has played, when I say it, I think you'll know, it played Omega. Oh, really? It's the same guy, you know, the, ah. oh, with the big voice. It's quite yeah, a yeah. similar acting role. And he played Azal, the big demon as well. God, in the demon again yeah, yeah. Ah, big acty monster person is that that's who it is and you can tell that voice and the, the shouty well i think they just get him in to be a shouty person because it is very like an omega part in a way it is omega in the world and there's nobody left in in your world and stuff it is exactly the same as omega really actually oh yeah yeah it's a bit disappointing though because it's wrapped up so quickly it's oh they put the scarf out and trip him up done once they arrive on that planet there's not really anything splashing it's literally just the three of them on an empty planet running around because there's no other people they meet because everyone's been killed like you're now head of a planet of no one and that's your punishment it was really good like it felt tense and all that and i didn't feel but if you if we're breaking it down like this i didn't feel it watching it obviously because we're breaking it down for this it it was a bit. I know. I thought that was a bit. They could have. There could have been something a bit more clever, just to do that. It could have had the same result. Him falling down, like no. But they could have just done something or been a bit more clever with how they did it. That's all. Because actually, it's a really bad fall as well with the scarf. He purposely like you would not fall over with that scarf because <laughs> he, he sort of like jumps over it himself <laughs> and goes yeah, yeah. and goes down. So that's a bit, but again, it was he had that Omega mad moment, you know, when Omega takes his, he hasn't got a head and all that kind of stuff. He has that same moment of like, I'm here on my own, ah, and goes and goes off on one. So, but that costume again is similar to um, what was the one where he left in space, but it went on forever. He left in space and went on forever. Uh, Uh, So you're he's stuck in a point in space. Oh, um, Sutek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a gun. Yeah, pretty similar as well. There is actually, a, and I've started listening to it. I haven't finished it yet. There's a big Finnish audio. Of course, there is. Sequel. It's got the Fifth Doctor in it called, and it's called Eldred Must Die. 
And it started off so far, someone going into a nuclear plant, like exactly the same, but he comes out and he goes, Eldred must die. Um, And then at the moment, there's all like sea life that's like turning crystallized and there's a whale uh, that's involved somehow in the water. So I'm not sure what's going on there, but um, (laughs) everyone's getting taken over saying Eldred must die this time. So (laughs) I'll let you know how that... Yeah, so we'll see what happens in that. But it's pretty much he's coming back some, and it's played by the same guy that plays Eldred Two in it as well. It's all quickly wrapped up, and okay, let's go to what we're we're all sort of waiting for here. What are you thinking now? Because there's quite a bit of the episode left. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me your thought process going through this. Sarah's leaving. I'll be honest. As soon as she had her run, I thought she was going to leave because I knew that there was quite a bit of episode left. You're a good girl, Sarah. Oh, look, it's too late apologising now. Everything's packed. I've got to go. How did you know? What? I've had the call from Gallifrey. So? So I can't take you with me. You've got to go. I can't miss Gallifrey. Look, I was only joking. I didn't mean it. Once it left, I looked at the time and I realised we had like 10 minutes left. And I was like, that's quite a bit because like, what we're going back to. And when she was on there having a rant, I thought she's leaving. And I thought, how are they going to do it? Like, how are they going to leave it? I don't know if I liked how it ended. As in... I thought it was very much their relationship. He moaned, like, you know, she moans about something, he ignores her, and then, like, it's all fine. But equally, I thought she'd be a little bit more upset or, I don't know. Like, it's the first time, really, of a, well, no, actually, because Jamie and that lot don't count because they don't remember. So this is really the first time where someone's left, not their choice, Everyone else to this point has left of their own choice. Yeah. Where is oh, well, that? Actually, no. Oh, oh, hang on. Apart from Susan, he left WR. He just went without her, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, but she also had met someone. Oh, so yeah. she wasn't alone. Yeah. Whereas, like, and he did his speech and he had this that goodbye. But up to this point, other than, we won't count Jamie and that because they had their minds wiped, so they don't remember. Jamie and Victoria. Uh, Zoe. Zoe. Hmm? Zoe. Was it Zoe? Yeah. I thought it was Victoria. I know, Victoria stayed behind oh, after the seaweed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because she wasn't happy. No, it was Zoe, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. And how do you do that? Because Sarah's been there so long, and we know even when she's gone home, she hasn't actually wanted to go home. Not really. Like, I, she's talked about it for a while, and like, but I, I don't know. I think I would have preferred more of a it's her choice to go. Then a, a strop, and then the doctor being like, "No, you have to go." <laughs> but I suppose the emotion, the the look on her face when he's when she's like, "Right, I'm going," and he and she's expecting him to be like, "Oh no, actually, no." She she doesn't mean it at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when he's like, "Yeah, actually, you do have to go," that looks that like, oh. Oh yeah, uh, it's it's really. But equally, then I think like I was totally with it all until she got off, and then she sort of goes up to that dog, and she's like, "Oh, that's." <laughs> the dog, I love that dog. Who left their dog in the road? Whose dog is that? Eggs I want to know. Love. Oh, that poor dog. Someone's abandoned a dog. That is the major drama here. 
that's like oh where is that dog now um where is that dog? <laughs> in the ground love <laughs> um but yeah i think they i think it was very difficult it must have been really difficult how yeah how does she leave but I think it's really well written. I think it just, yeah, it sums up their relationship perfectly in a really short scene. It and does. The doctor I think I would have is liked. I don't know. Maybe I wanted her to be a bit more teary about it. As in, I just didn't like how it. She gets off, and then she's almost just like, "Oh, he's not even left me on the right street." And, and that is their relationship. But I think if it had been more. Her making that choice. I don't know. Just, it was right, but it it just wasn't 100% for me. And the, well, the doctor is upset about it. But actually, maybe I would have liked to have seen that. Maybe I wanted her dropped off and see him in the TARDIS. Well, you, you do see Which him we've just had before. before. We had that after after um, Susan left. And so we have had when they've gone and we see the doctor. But and I think, yeah, I think and he... I like that. I think because he's he's playing it though. This doctor hasn't had. I mean, okay, Harry left. He wasn't that bothered about Harry. But this is the first time this doctor has had something like this. Has something sort of emotional like this, and he's playing it quite alien again. He doesn't. He's not being emotional about it. But you can see it, and he's sort of holding it in and not. I don't know. I, I quite like. I like the way that they played it. I think, and you know the way that she's just sort of. He's like, okay, bye. Don't forget me. And she's like, mm, yeah, okay. Like, as if she's she's sort of playing it cool, but she's totally devastated and upset, obviously. But she's not gonna show that. She's not gonna hug him or do anything like that. She just gets her stuff. She's got a little pot plant. And <laughs> hey, <Eddie>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I just because even the end, she's like skipping off, and it's that frozen scream. Oh, I know. Oh, that's not what well, she's. I don't know. It's a nice. I think it's a nice farewell. Um, it was. Ha- I, I, I don't think it, it just didn't feel fit with what happened because that's how it felt for me anyway. I think because she's been in there such a long time and the relationship is so good, I think anything would be a bit of a disappointment because it's never gonna live up to the balance of how their relationship worked. Right, but I either wanted it to end on like a very positive and it is really positive or it to end on a sad and it had sort of both and it didn't really work as both i think that's how i feel because i think that this story didn't have that in they had to sort of fit that in at the end uh anyway it wasn't you know when she was leaving they had to write that in and then it i don't think it was that great and then tom baker and elizabeth sladen sort of wrote some of that bit themselves they worked it out it was i think it was quite rushed actually so maybe that that shows a little bit um i mean it's not as bad as dodos no exactly it's not as bad as dodos or ben and polly it's not just a quick oh i'm off at least they are they do sort of give that last bit of the story to that what do you think of the reason though the doctor's got to go back to gallifrey that's that's interesting like i say it's the first time that we've had it where it's not choice and that's as in it's not the companion's choice, and that's really interesting. Mm, and like the doctor's that. got to go to Gallifrey. Yeah, what does that mean? And this is the first time this doctor's gone to Gallifrey, or had any involvement really with the Time Lords, isn't it? Really? Well, when did we last see the Time Lords? Involved? We uh, there was that guy that said warned him about the Master, like 
five seasons ago. But we haven't actually. Oh no, the three doctors would have been the Gallifrey stuff last time, wasn't it? Yeah. So that wasn't the Doctor. Them. No, no. So it's been a while. So that's suddenly um, okay. Yeah, I think it's a it's a good. I think it's a good story, and it could have been worse for a send off. I think. I think it's a good oh, story yeah, for, and she gets a lot to do in her last story as well. Considering last time in the um, Musk of Mandragora, she didn't really do very much. At least that wasn't. It didn't happen at the end of that one because that would have been. Yeah. And she ends up on Earth where she belongs. She didn't end up on some alien planet or left somewhere strange. She's not like <laughs> Stephen that's sorting out the politics of the planet. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe you remember all this stuff still. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I forgot Zoe, but yeah, it's all fine. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. <laughs> Forget the names of people, but you remember exactly where Stephen was <laughs> and what he's doing. <laughs> uh, still. <laughs> yeah. Still at it. Oh, okay. Oh, so an okay one for you? No, I really enjoyed it. Um, like I said, it was just the first two, but then the last two totally made up for it. And a surprise, yeah, like you said, a surprise halfway through the season. Well, at the very beginning of the season, she leaves. So, yeah, second story. Oh, it's the second story. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, what what are you hoping for next? I wonder whether we'll go a story before we meet a new companion. That's what I'm wondering. I wonder whether we'll meet the new companion in the next story, or whether we'll have a story without one. Both are interesting ideas. We'll have to find out. The next story is called The Deadly Assassin. Ooh, okay. And it's four. I love a four. We've got so many fours all the time. Oh, so. Bless. There we go. Sarah Jane has got... Well, you were getting a little bit bored of her anyway, so it's good to have a bit of a change. Yeah. See what happens next. Is it going to be a good change or not, though? That's what we need to find out. Find out. <laughs> and in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 2 Who. Or you can support us at buymeacoffee.com forward slash to watch who. Yeah, we better get out of this quarry and, yeah, thank go and you help. Thank you to our supporters. Oh, yeah, thank you to our supporters. And and we'll get out of this quarry now. <laughs> We're off to the nuclear power station for lunch with Miss Jackson and uh, Glyn Houston. <laughs> We're off to get our, our photo IDs blown up, triple size. Giant photo IDs. Yeah, so we can be on the quarry. But also, I do love when Sarah hits the dog on the head with a tennis racket, which is quite funny. Yeah. And then it walks off. Uh, (laughs) Okay, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. (laughs) To watch poo.